Two views on clean power today on the world. I'm Marco Werman. President Trump moves to roll back Obama's clean power plan, and this Pennsylvania coal miner approves. I've never once bought into the idea that global warming's causing ice to melt here, causing ice to melt there, and it's all because of coal. But in New York, some say the days of coal and oil are over, no matter what the president says. The compelling, obvious reasons why we should be supporting clean energy don't go away because Trump decides it's not a priority for him. And in Nigeria, three girls who escaped Boko Haram try to stay positive. I know one day our side will be fine and this Boko Haram issue will be over. Those stories coming up today, right here on The World. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Thanks for being here. It's been a bad few days for President Trump ever since his signature promise to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act went down in flames in Congress late last week. But today the president tried to right the ship by keeping another promise to roll back many of President Obama's efforts to tackle climate change and remove restrictions on the use of high-carbon coal. Trump signed what he called the Energy Independence Executive Order. Today, I'm taking bold action to follow through on that promise. My administration is putting an end to the war on coal. We'll be going in-depth on this this hour. First, though, a debrief on the executive action from the world's environment reporter, Carolyn Beeler. Let's start with the basics, Carolyn. What does this executive order actually do? Well, it seeks to be a sweeping reversal of Obama-era climate policies that really tried to bake climate change into the way the federal government operates. So a big change is that uh, Trump is ordering an immediate reevaluation of the Clean Power Plan, which required states to cut carbon pollution from power plants by about a third by 2030. He also says he's going to lift the moratorium on new coal leases on Mm. federal lands. White House officials also say that the executive order is going to ask officials to reconsider the so-called social cost of carbon. Now, that's a dollar figure that's assigned to the negative impacts of Mm. climate change that federal agencies include sort of in the balance sheet when they're making calls about federal rules. It's also going to direct officials to re-examine the policy that climate change has to be taken into effect in environmental impact statements for all kinds of different federal projects. Any sense of how long uh, it'll take these changes to be enacted? Some of them can happen with the stroke of a pen. So this reversal of the moratorium on coal leases on federal lands, that can happen, you know, basically overnight. The Clean Power Plan is a federal rule that went through a lengthy and arduous rulemaking process, and it's going to have to go through a similar process to be reversed. For President Trump, uh, this announcement is all about getting rid of so-called job-killing regulations. What do we know about how this will actually impact job creation in the U.S.? There's no figure that the administration is citing for how many jobs this will create. Trump, in his announcement, did talk a lot about putting coal miners back to work. We do know that coal mining jobs have decreased drastically in the past couple of decades, but that's been due primarily to an increase in automation and an influx of cheap natural gas, not because of regulations. Today, there are about 50,000 jobs in coal mining right now. If you look at apples-to-apples figures, there are about double the amount of jobs in the solar industry as there are in the coal industry. And renewables are projected globally to grow a lot. Now, because of that, Christiana Figueres, the former head of the U.N. climate process, argues that this announcement isn't actually a job-creating move. It's actually a job-killing move. 
by setting itself away from the path toward decarbonization, the U.S. is only making its economy less competitive, less exportable, and that means there are less domestic jobs. And we'll be hearing more of the global perspective from Christiana Figueres uh, later on the show. But, Carolyn, let's stick with domestic policy just a bit here. What is the reaction from the fossil fuel industry on uh, the executive order? They're pleased with this announcement, Marco. This is Trump keeping a major campaign promise. So Trump signed this executive order surrounded by a group of coal miners. Uh, You spoke with some people in coal country about Trump's efforts to bring coal jobs back. And you heard some differing perspectives. So let's take a listen to that now. In southwestern Pennsylvania, being a coal miner isn't just a job. It's something to be proud of. America, it was all built by coal. My dad taught me that when I was just a young kid. This is Tony Burnsack. He's been mining coal for 41 years, long enough to remember when it earned him some respect. When I first started in the coal mines, that's the way it felt. Is, you know, we was needed.